Hello there. It's time for most things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be all things Kenobi? Hmm. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host Lauren. And I'm your host Leanne. And this week, we have a little bit more of a light topic for you than we've had the last couple episodes. Today, we're going to discuss planets from the Star Wars galaxy. Yes, and I'm actually really excited for this because it's, it's, so we've been pretty heavy the past couple episodes, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I do love getting into stuff like that, those heavier topics and kind of exploring them. But damn it, sometimes it's just fun to go on and on about planets. (laughs) Yeah, now we got to lighten things up a bit. Yeah, which, I mean, we can talk about our favorites and which ones we think are underrepresented and which ones we think are overrepresented, like um, Geonosis. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, and we haven't discussed this ahead of time, so it'll be interesting to see if we have similar favorites or any overlap. Yeah, I absolutely hate Geonosis, so I'm going to pick on it on this in this episode. So I appreciate it f- for its they importance. Brain-eating worms that right? like, make you a hive mind with a scary bug queen. So yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> hard pass on yeah, Geonosis. Yeah, hard pass. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's just get into the fun of it because let's talk about our favorites. I, you may know my favorite. Because I think I I've mentioned it a thousand times, but I have a suspicion of what your favorite. I have a is. suspicion about yours too. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, very interesting. <laughs> We're both rubbing our beards, very Kenobi-like. Yeah, right. The beards that <laughs> we, we don't both have. did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my favorite, Alderaan. Oh, I was gonna guess Hoth. Really? That's yes. a close second. That's a close second. It's a damn close second. But Alderaan. Yeah looks like geographically where I've chosen to live currently in my life Mm -hmm. and I can't get over the beautiful mountains and the greenery and the the cool architecture the brief amounts that we get to see Mm -hmm. of like Bale and Bria's space castle yes space (laughs) castle (laughs) but yes Hoth is a close second very close second because I love winter I love snow which also kind of ties yeah. into the Alderaan thing because they have massive mountain peaks and beautiful alpine scenery and stuff, which I totally dig. Yes. Well, that's my favorite planet also. <laughs> is it? Yep, it is. Alderaan. I was going to say Jeddah because you really Jeddah like Jeddah. Is, yeah, it's a, like I, I am not a desert person, but like yeah. the ancient Jedi temple, like the holy yeah. city, that is my jam. And like all the like... The like, uh, I don't even know if they're Jedi statues, whatever the massive, oh, bearded, yes. hooded gentlemen who are like tipped <gasps> over in the desert. I yeah, love and Rogue that One. Stuff. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I want to see more. I wish there was more. We need, we need more. That's all. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> there's a comic book, um, Ashes of Jedi, I think, that's mm-hmm. Luke goes to Jedi, and there's like a still like a gaping hole in the ground from when the Death Star blew the city to pieces and it's a really dark depressing comic it was actually pretty heavy but like prior to that like I don't like deserts I wouldn't live there it seemed kind of like a cold desert so I think I could have handled that it did they had a lot of at least in Rogue One they had um like heavier garments on and 
soft and yeah. uh, heavy jackets. And so it reminds me of uh, like Nepal kind yes. of like footage yes. I've seen of Nepal. So it's yes. very arid, but also cold because it's at such a high elevation. And yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, Alderaan, is, I would live there. It's yes, beautiful. It is beautiful. And we get extra snippets of it in the Clone Wars, which thank you. Thank you for giving us more Alderaan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because shit, gone too soon. <laughs> <laughs> gone but not forgotten, <laughs> Alderaan. <laughs> we need to make some sort of like badge or button or something that says r.i.p alderaan or too soon alderaan. yeah too soon <laughs> gone too soon and then the planet honestly merch idea i'm for it yeah it's a good, <laughs> good idea <laughs> yeah I, I just uh i think because empire strikes back is my favorite star wars movie mine too and hoth is just it's so different because it's such an extreme contrast to the Tatooine that we got in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a great place to hide, you know. because yeah, who like, wants to go there? Who the fuck is going to want to go to this ice ice ball, you know? But I just love, like, I don't know. I just, I love their underground, like the Rebels underground, um, yeah. with the, you know, the giant garage door if you will for lack of better term that closes (laughs) and keeps the night out and the hallways that are white and leia's white outfit and the whole thing i just love it i just yeah i love the winter outfits that they have and i love tauntauns amazing yeah me too the poor things the sounds they make poor damn things (laughs) i know they're so innocent (laughs) seriously but hoth has become kind of an icon at least if you go to disney they came out with a line of clothing now that for for you know Star Wars world they have Tatooine, Andor and Hoth. So like the three main featured planets really? from the original trilogy trilogy. Yeah, but now they're expanding. They've got um Mustafar's on there and um Naboo and they've got you know Loungefly does backpacks of all the different mm. planets and they have the which is sitting right here. I was going to say. My Star Wars Been There series of mugs, which, you, you got know. the is, great mugs. It mimics, um, you know, the, the Starbucks. Yeah. You know, Been yeah, There series. Yeah, when you travel, of, they're like, what are yeah. they called? Like tourist mugs, kind of. Totally. Yeah, and today's today's choice, Dagobah. What do you got today? Dagobah. Dagobah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> which, also a planet I would not choose to live on. Too many snakes. Oh, I could not survive there. Mm-mm. Terrible, terrible humidity. I would never have a good hair day, not once. <laughs> Same. Not, not that I do right now. But. but also, the snakes are just a no for me. I can't. I would literally have a heart attack and die. Okay, but shout out to, to Mark Hamill and the gift that came out of him pulling that live snake out of, like, the engine or the X-Wing. And it's like, the fucker bit me. Like, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and I love that that happened. He's so, like, a lover of animals. He said that snake was molting and that it was you know, his own fault for not grabbing it the right way. But still, like, he's a really good sport. There were snakes all over the... He said, there's a scene, I think he said, in the hut with Yoda, one started to go up his pant leg. And he just... Oh, no, thank you, no! He just kept going. I was like, that's a committed actor. (laughs) That's a man dedicated to his his craft. But I would have been out of there so fast. Maybe that's why he bonked his head in the one scene. Because he was trying to get away from the snake. (laughs) I'd have been like, I'm in my trailer forever until these snakes are offset. 
<laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, I will say I love Mustafar for many yeah. reasons, but part of it is because I'm a big geology nerd and I love rocks, which oh, you know. That makes that makes sense. And yes. all the volcanic action there is fucking awesome <laughs> for a geology nerd. <laughs> it what was the planet in Clone Wars where they also had a lot of lava? Um it was when, it was during the Citadel arc. Wasn't that oh. also what planet was that? That was also very oh. Mustafar-ish because it had, you know, those poison pits and a lot of lava, a lot of magma. Yeah, that know. planet was freaking amazing. It says planet Lola Seyu. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. This is why I couldn't remember it, because I can't pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, because we only ever... I don't even know if they say the name of the planet in the episode. They just talk about going to, quote, the Citadel. The Citadel, yeah. That place great is art. awesome. I know. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, in uh, I have the Vader Immortal. Yes, and I am so jealous. <laughs> Dude, when you come visit, I'm forcing you to play the whole You don't thing. have to... For- you ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> It was like an emotional, spiritual experience to play. But you you, you land on Mustafar. And I was like standing at the helm of this ship as it comes down. And I'm just staring side to side at the lava pits and just freaking out as you land at Vader's castle. I was just like, I this is it. the thing I've waited my whole life to experience. <laughs> and if you had that reaction, imagine what mine is. I'm going oh to cry God. into the headset. Dude, the minute the door opens and Vader walks up to you and you're face to face with him, I just, all I could think of was Leanne has to play this game. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I love VR. I, it's so much fun. You know, I, the only time I've ever done VR, and it was actually Star Wars related, it was in um, Disney World in Florida. And it was within the past two years, it was the... Uh, the Star Wars experience, um, mm. I don't actually remember the title because who cares, but you put these jetpacks on and you have like fake blasters and fake, you know, stun guns and stuff and, wow. and you're po- posing as stormtroopers doing a secret mission. And I believe it was for, um, it was for Cassian Andor. Oh, nice. And it had like the Rogue One twist to it and you end up, uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't done it, but <laughs> you end up coming into contact with vader and he literally sticks his hand out and like grabs the gun and the gun just falls out of your arm it's like how do they do that it's you know magnets or something but i i literally screamed and my two friends were there with with me embarrassing i screamed I'm ready. Take me. I'm ready for you to take me. And I just quit playing whatever the, the VR experience was. And I was like, take me. <laughs> you know, that was in public. So if I'm doing your VR oh, yeah. in private, it's going to be worse. <laughs> I was thinking like if you ever got your own like Oculus headset and this game, oh. you would never come out of it. You would just go live inside VR forever because yeah, it's you, so amazing. I would be that person. Well, and I'm not even a big gamer, and when I play VR, I'll play it, like, for eight hours at a time. Yeah. It's really yes. fun. I remember, because you sent me a picture, and you had, like, the lines around your face, like, ski goggle style. Yeah, except it's from having my face rubbed <laughs> off by the headset. I love it. I don't care. I'll, I have actually had it bruise the bridge of my nose. No way. Because it has a little plastic part in the 
where it sits oh. on your nose. And oh. you're technically <gasps> supposed to like make it tight enough that it doesn't sit on your nose, but my head is a weird size, I guess. I, don't know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and like playing Beat Saber. Like mm-hmm. you're swinging lightsabers is just. I've seen people on Twitch play that, and it it looks oh. fun, and I don't. I would be terrible at it. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's such a good time. Anyway, sorry to get anyway, us way off topic, but yeah, that's part Mustafar. of why I love Mustafar because Mustafar. because I've been there. <laughs> yes, oh, I love that. I love that. That's a good reason, and it's not. I don't think. Maybe I'm just out of touch, but I don't think a lot of people appreciate Mustafar. I think, I, or maybe you're not vocal about it. I mean, yeah. there's the planets like. Naboo, which everybody loves, right? For good right. reason. It's gorgeous, right? But you don't automatically hear someone say, I really like Mustafar. So that's cool. Yeah. I would live in Vader's castle. That's totally my vibe. <laughs> I would too, but for totally different reasons. <laughs> I would try and psychoanalyze poor Vader back to being Anakin and tell him there's a life out there that he's missing. If you just listen to me, I swear I can save you. I swear you. I can help you. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> so, speaking of Naboo, do you like it? Not really. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I can appreciate it for its waterfalls, which were made of salt, right? Didn't they do didn't they use salt? They oh, poured Oh, that salt. the trick they used? That's the trick they used, yeah. Very cool. Which I find very cool, but That's cool. It's a little Oh, I don't want to piss off the Naboo lovers out there. I, know, it's I respect a Naboo. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it is. It, this is all opinion based and not I mean, steeped in I anything. I just said I would live in Vader's castle, so I think my style is a little <laughs> different than Naboo. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's really pretty and elegant, but it's it's just not my jam. No, it's 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 too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's too pretty. I like something with a little more flaw. Just like I like my men. <laughs> Not perfect. Just missing an adorable arm. Adorable flaws. <laughs> hey. Metal arms for the win. Just got to have that metal arm and that little mm-hmm. brow scar mm-hmm. and you're all set, man. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of. Yeah, I mean, Naboo's really pretty, but it's, I don't know. I like things, I guess like Alderaan is the version of Naboo that I'd like. I like the mountains. I love the really dramatic peaks. I like Raxus. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's... They actually show it again in the Bad Batch, and it's so beautiful. It looks like autumn all the time. And you know me, fall is my favorite time of year, so... And I like their architecture there, and... um. Yeah, I like Raxus. I would live there. Except I guess they have dangerous predators, which I, I just read that online, but... I mean... Do they come into the city? Am I safe in the city? <laughs> yeah, you're probably safe in the city. Cool. I mean, you're safe if you're a Jedi, so just yeah. scoop you up a Jedi and take them with Sounds you. Sounds good. <laughs> I have several I would pick. <laughs> Along the same lines, I, I really love Felucia, and that's basically a, a pit of... of things that will attack you both plants and flora and fauna yeah um, <laughs> but i just love it because it's neon and that's totally my personality i love neon stuff i love colorful things yeah it would it's be like cool the... as hell to be there at night oh my gosh that would be because the shit glows and it'd be like a vapor wave planet <laughs> yes and you know we have the vapor wave theme to our our logo and to our yeah. website which is 
Amazing. Both something we love. <laughs> yes. So like I would totally have that aesthetic living on Felucia. Mm-hmm. And plus they have those little turtle people that that are farmers. Oh my gosh. I love that episode. That little community is so cute. I could totally get like one of those little one room house studio houses yes. and like live there and be a farmer. I be love peaceful. those houses. I think mm-hmm. that's a great design for a house. A little glass bubble. Yeah. Except for being harassed by pirates. Otherwise, it's nice. Well, you know. <laughs> they they cover a large area of the galaxy, it seems. That's true. You're not safe from them. <laughs> oh, I I think Lothal is beautiful. Mm. Swallowing my coffee. Lothal <laughs> is very cool. It's not like any other planet that we see. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. The coned... Yeah. Like, what are those? The rock cones that they have and the sweeping yeah. fields and... It's like a savanna, you know. but also has this crazy, like, force energy and kyber yeah. crystals and, like, Jedi temples hiding yes. on it and magical wolves. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I love... Actually, we should do a creature episode because... Ooh, yeah. I love those wolves. And I, I love... Any kind of symbolism that happens to be like, we'll say Native American in the fact that like spirit animals and, you know, symbolism of different animals representing different parts of ourselves and parts Mm -hmm. of nature and like characteristics of the self. And I connect a lot with the wolves. So the fact that they added that kind of spiritual element to it Mm -hmm. on that planet, which is heavily spiritual anyway, and a big, you know, battleground, I guess. Yeah. In the war. I loved that. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was just a beautiful design. And Rebels had so many, like, really beautiful shots of it. And it was pretty at, like, all times of day, whether it was the afternoon or, like, sunset or, like, they had a couple of moonlit, like, star twinkling mm-hmm. shots mm-hmm. of it. I think it's so pretty. <laughs> I'm kind of more about, like, how the planet looks than, like, what it actually is or, like, what a, like, I don't really know anything about the planets necessarily. No, that's, just, no we're I totally being as fluffy as possible when it comes to this because it's fun. It's fun. There's a whole, have you seen the galaxy map online that's like no. interactive and it's got all the quadrants, it's got all the sectors, you know, it's got, it, oh, you can click on awesome. each one. I've used it to reference a lot of things in like stories and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's amazing the amount of creative energy that was put into making this fake galaxy. It's amazing. And they keep adding new planets, you know, like Batu, which is, you know, they forced that one, but it's now in canon. And, mm-hmm. you know, the just the different rims and the different types of planets. It's funny because some planets are ice and their moons are livable, while others are livable planets and their moons are desolate or ice or just, mm-hmm. you know, non-livable. Yeah. And I find that interesting because we're so used to our own galaxy. The right. sun, the planets, the farther away from the sun you move, the colder and more desolate it gets, right? Makes sense. But in the Star Wars world, it's it's neat to think. It's just different. It is. It's really fun. I like that kind of stuff, too. Well, and it's it always makes me think about Jupiter and mm-hmm. its many moons and how it mm-hmm. has, like, volcanic moons. And yeah. that's how I feel with, um, I mean, is it Orto-Plutonia, which is the... Yes. Um, Pantora is Pantora. Which one is the moon though? Isn't Pantora the moon? Yes. And Orto Plutonia is the planet. The main planet. Yep. Yeah. 
Which is a giant Very desolate cool. ice ball, just like yeah. Hoth. Yeah. And um, Pantora seems cool. I wish we had more because I have this vision of what it looks like and we just don't get enough, Yeah, you know, material. We know about the Pantorans. We got They're a little more of that. Gorgeous. I They're love the way the Pantorans look. They're a beautiful They're species. Beautiful and the cool, like, yellow streaks. Mm-hmm. And the streaks mean different things for different clans and different people. And the thing, it's it's really cool. It's mm-hmm. very cool. But I would love to get more into their planet. I would love to see more. I They have an episode in Bad Batch where they go there. Yes. It's pretty. It's. I guess they just went to a city, so you don't really get a sense of the whole planet. But it was cool to see it because you and I both are big Pantoran fans. Yes, I wish there was I love more me fan some, art. Love Rio Chichi. Yes, Rio represent. I just, she was wonderful. She was. She was a fun character. The way she very became, composed. Yeah, very and The way lovely. she handled that uh, diplomatic that, issue. Yeah, that was <laughs> on um, the moon or on the planet. Was, I mean, that was a lot. Yeah, she did a good job though. Good job, Rio. <laughs> I also really like, I have no idea how to pronounce this because I didn't even know what it was called until recently. La Mu. Okay. sure if I'm saying that right. It's where Galen Urso and his oh, wife yeah. and yes. Jin hide. Iceland. I just, <laughs> yes. And I was yeah. going to say, because I went to that location in real life. You did. And it is, it, it's like exactly how it is in the movie. They really didn't change anything if... Nothing noticeable, anyway. And you sent me pictures from that, and I remember thinking, like, holy shit, she's there. Yeah. She's legitimately there. (laughs) It was crazy. Like, I was there on a really bad weather day. The wind was blowing so hard that a waterfall we we drove by was literally blowing back up. It was coming over the crest of the mountain and came down and then blew off back curling back up towards the mountain top. Holy hell. I mean, yeah. I know Iceland is a planet of extra planet. Listen it to is, me. It is kind of like it's It is kind of. It's a it's a it's a country of extremes as far as like geology and weather yeah. and yeah. you know, just massive waterfalls and massive plains and just everything seems so beautifully extreme there. Yeah, it is. It's I highly recommend to anybody not that they need any additional plugs because their tourism is just fine. I don't know during the pandemic, but they were (laughs) they were very busy when we went there. But um, it's one of the one of the only places, if not the only place that the mid-Atlantic Ridge is visible above Mm. sea, sea, above the sea. It comes up above the ocean. And it's like that's very cool. It's called Thingvalier or Pingvalier National Park, and it is oh. amazing and insane. And it's like, of course you would film Star Wars on this country. Absolutely. <laughs> because it's incredible. And it does look like another planet. It's The light is really angled because it's so far north um, latitudin- oh, yeah. latitudinally. Yes. And the beaches, at least some of them, I don't think all of them, really do have black volcanic sand it's very cool it's incredible i would love to go there with you sometime oh my god Uh, add it to the list (laughs) (laughs) what other locations or what locations would you like to visit in real life like filming locations Mm -hmm. 
boy. I don't know. I'm not, I'm a traveler, but I don't try and seek out places, um, you know, where, I guess I say that hesitantly because there is a very distinct location that they filmed for a number of scenes in Game of Thrones that I would like to go to. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's not the topic of this discussion, but I guess that's the, like one of the only places that I would go. I don't know that I would go because a lot of their filming locations are deserts and I'm not a desert person. <laughs> yeah. But I would, you know, Iceland sounds badass. Iceland's <laughs> I know awesome. there's quite a bit of Italian scenery. That you can go for to for Nebu. the... Yeah. yeah. But um, Italy's on my list anyway. So shout out to our Italians because I am 100% Italian. And I still have not set foot on your beautiful country, but it's on the list. <laughs> someday. Someday you'll make it there. Yes. Do you have any others? There's one... Like, I would love to go to Skillig Island, which is where Octu is. And oh. <laughs> it's so funny because... Back in college, like, I'm a huge British history nerd, and Skellig is in Ireland. And yes. it's this ancient location where, like, monks used to go seclude themselves there. You know, and it's these crazy staircases. Like, all that stuff is actually part of the, like, natural national history there. And That's then, really cool. Then they announced they were filming there, and I was like, man, <laughs> now it's so overbooked. I'm never going to be You're able You're never going to get, get there. to go. I was planning to go there anyway because I like history and yes. now I can't get there because everybody likes Star Wars. Right. <laughs> it's so amazing. It's just like, it looked like otherworldly to me and now yeah. of course it's where Luke went. Well, keep it on the list. It's bound to slow down, right? I mean, they'll come up with a different planet for something else and a different filming location and then you'll be free. <laughs> yeah, then I can <laughs> you, charter a you boat. You will be free. <laughs> <laughs> I um we're not giving enough love to Tatooine how do you feel about the planet the Star Wars planet <laughs> I would hate living there would I would hate me. living there <laughs> but damn is it the double the double sun so yeah. iconic oh there isn't God. a prettier scene in my opinion in all of Star Wars it's true than the shots of the uh, the, the two sons and Luke in A yeah. New Hope so great. It's funny to me, though, because it's like humans forcing themselves on a place that <laughs> doesn't want them. Yes. I can think of several locations yeah. <laughs> uh, in real life. <laughs> I've lived in a few locations where it's just like, I don't think we're supposed to be here. Right. But it's it's like there's not even any water. <laughs> like no. It's, the essential building block to surviving yes. as a yes. human besides oxygen. I'll tell you one planet that I think is way overrated. Yes. Coruscant. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. It's like... It, it's just anxiety-inducing if you just yes. look at it. It's like humans are a virus and they overrun That's that it. planet. And like... How many levels do they have? It just keeps going and going and going, and it's like a, a class system, and it's awful, and yeah, you know, it, there's a lot that goes on there. <laughs> I'll tell you, a planet I can't stand, Camino. Oh yeah, how fucking I'm terrified miserable. of I'm terrified of water, and that would just I would not be able to handle that place. <laughs> no, too much. It's too much. And yeah, I mean, no offense to Camino, but like, damn. 
Does it ever, does the sun ever shine there? Do they have a sun? <laughs> they must because you can't generate weather without sun. Right. So. Well, they have some very friendly seabirds. <laughs> yes. Aw. They do. They'll rescue you if you fall yeah. off. <laughs> Doesn't Obi-Wan pat the one? Yes. He, he's such a lover of all creatures, isn't he? He is, yeah. I love that. I do too. A planet I like that maybe other people don't. Although, people who love Siths probably love this. I like Moraband. Oh, interesting. I was going to say Dathomir, which I which I love, and I don't know if a lot of people like it as much, but I think it's cool as hell. I think people are crazy about Dathomir. Really? Yeah, because I, I... K. Jones Crafts is making a series of pins for planets, and, like, they are Dathomir's all over. Yeah, the Dathomir nice. pin is, like, super popular, yeah. Shit. I am... Uh-huh. Color me wrong. I was. <laughs> mi- I was. Uh, I, I think it's because know. people love the Night Sisters because they're fucking. Yeah, the Night badasses. Sisters are badass. Yes. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. But like, Moraband so is creepy huh? as fuck. But like, Moraband is creepy. I like it though. <laughs> it, it's different. I like that it's very weirdly different. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like spooky in the way it's pretty, but spooky. How did you feel about the planets that were featured in The Rise of Skywalker? We got a couple new ones in that one. Exegol being the main one that I'm thinking of, the sixth oh, home yeah. planet. I thought that... <laughs> I liked the name of that one. Exegol? Yeah, it's Execute. definitely... Execution. <laughs> That's what and I it think It also of. sounds like icicle, like exegol. It's just like... Yeah, I liked that one. It was cool. It was also dark and weird. Mm-hmm. I will mention that one of, I'm going to say this as carefully as possible, (laughs) but one of the redeeming qualities of The Last Jedi as a movie is the fact that we were introduced to Crate, (laughs) visually speaking. Oh yeah, I love Crate. Crate was very interesting, and I loved the, um, the foxes. Yes, the, the crystal that was cool. foxes. Yeah, the red, the red, the red underneath of the uh, planet surface. Yeah, um, I, I just I thought crate was visually appealing to me just because of how very different it was. And yeah, it's frosty with that like red velvet, the red <laughs> layer cake. Yeah, it's definitely like. <laughs> well, shit! Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I was gonna say it's, it's time for dessert. <laughs> it's cake o'clock. It's cake o'clock. Oh, my God. I haven't had a piece of cake in forever, you know? That's really Me sad. Either. Sounds really good, though. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I'm ready for some cake. Well, shit. We went and managed to turn a planet into a red velvet cake that I can't have because I don't have it. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> Enjoy watching those episodes again and not seeing a red velvet cake. Yeah, really. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Last week, we asked your thoughts on whether or not Obi-Wan should have killed Anakin there on Mustafar. Would things have been different? Should he have just left him like he did? And why do you think that Obi-Wan didn't kill Anakin in those final moments? Derek writes in, I think he couldn't bear to kill him. And after the shape he left him in, I do believe he thought Anakin would die anyways. 
Even if he did kill him, he probably knew that wouldn't put an end to the events that were unfolding, as Anakin was only the apprentice and the master, the Emperor, still lived. Obi-Wan did have too many feelings that played to give a striking blow, and even when they met again in A New Hope, he couldn't strike him down, and instead sacrificed himself to allow the others to escape. And I think that's an excellent point. I think in the end, Obi-Wan just couldn't do it. He couldn't kill his best friend, he couldn't kill his brother, and I agree with Derek um, and his response that, yeah, I just, he probably assumed that Anakin was going to die anyway, but it's not the Jedi way, right? Thank you so much, Derek, for writing in. We loved your response. Now, turning it over to our wonderful listeners, tell us. Find us on social media. Email us through our website. Tell us, what is your favorite planet and why, if you care to tell us? And which is your least favorite planet and why? Because I gotta know. I gotta know. Did we mention any (laughs) that you love? Did we mention any that you hate? I would love to know. Yeah, share with us. We're interested. We love hearing your guys' answers. Join us back here next week. We're going to discuss a very different kind of topic for us. We're going to go through our favorite sound effects and maybe even reveal how some of them were created by the brilliant Ben Burt and Matt Wood. Yes, and we'll play clips of them in case you're if there's someone out there who may be unfamiliar. Because we have <laughs> listeners who may not be as yeah. nerdy or geeky as us that, you know, we'll refresh your memory with some... Uh, some clips well we might have some obscure ones that everyone knows blasters and lightsabers but maybe we'll yes. find some more obscure stuff that you guys haven't heard before very true i'm looking forward to it thank you so much for joining us here on most things kenobi the podcast remember to follow us on tumblr twitter and instagram and don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player plus you can always find us over at mostthingskenobi.com So until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always.